you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Poetry of Christian Faith, the podcast formerly known as Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Tim. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, and uh, we hope you enjoy your time with us today. Yeah, yeah. Folks, just so you know, this is a poetry podcast. Obviously, it's in the name now. But we also talk about faith and Christianity and family and the fun things that pop into Tim's head and mine. It's, <laughs> you never know where we're going to go. But what are we going to talk about today, Tim? Oh, today uh, we have three poems, uh, one from each book. And uh, they were all inspired by thoughts I had of church. Thoughts you had at church? Of church. Oh, of church. Yes, uh uh-huh. One, uh, anyway, we'll uh, explain each one as we go. Sounds good to me. Uh, The first one is in God Still Rhymes, in the second book, and it is found on page 67. And it is titled, Under the Steeple. You don't see in new churches today that are built, you don't see the old church steeple, but you and I grew up with, uh, you knew it was a church building when you would go by and there was a steeple on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, that was the only way, that wasn't the only way you knew. But. No, but it, you know, it just, uh, I'm showing my age and uh, You're showing for my me age. that uh, that steeple represents the church. Yeah, me too. The building, okay. All right. Everyday people under the steeple, bells are ringing, voices are singing, songs of praise for the life he did raise. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, whose life we savor. We live in God's favor, whose love we have stored in each and every heart as we wake and then make the promise of a new start. In his grace forgiving the life we are living with Jesus, we are raised. In worship, he is raised. Our God is good. He understood our fear of belief. He gives us relief in the trouble of life's rubble. He loves us, this Jesus, God's only Son, His Holy One. His, sac- his life sacrificed, we have been made right. We will never die, but we will sing. The bells will ring because we are His people gathered under the steeple. With the cross, there is no loss. The lost have been found, making a joyful sound. Hmm. And uh, just, that's what we're like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's it's uh, something you didn't maybe write down, but in the book, right after uh, the loss, we have the loss have. <laughs> I'm having a problem talking today. With the cross, there is no loss. Right. The lost have been found, making a joyful sound. After that, you wrote in the book, Into this world were born so that you might be scorned, never seeing your worth while on, the, on this earth. Though they saw the torn veil, not knowing that you would prevail. Now, if I'd read oh, that, I left that out, right? Well, and that's what, but I, yeah, but I, it's... I don't know if you left it out or not, or if that was an afterthought. Well, but it's I mean, like that part too. 
I'm going to have to look at that one, Dave. Yeah, into this world. I was, you know, I, I remember going through this. Yeah. And getting to a point right there, and I'm thinking. Uh, 67. What does that have to do with what I'm reading here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you, yeah. Oh, 67. 67, sorry. yeah. Excuse me, folks. You know what? Oh, I know what happened. I'm going back to this original manuscript I typed. Oh, yeah. And if for some reason, over the years, as it's going, uh, it's kind of set its own place on the page. <laughs> it's moved around. And that was probably moved. It probably was uh, a big space between that and the and this uh, last uh, stanza, right. last three lines, were on the next page, and I just didn't go there. <laughs> okay so let me let me read this okay from the book yes with the cross there is no loss we have the lost have been found making a joyful sound into this world we were <clears throat> you were born so that you might be scorned never seeing your worth while on this earth though they saw the veil torn not knowing that you would prevail uh that is I was at that time in my life when uh, that was uh, an important part of my thought process, and my and I did write about that the the veil being torn mm-hmm. in the temple when Jesus uh, he died, breathed his last breath. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, we have talked about that early on. And, yeah, uh, but uh, and I guess part of that's in here. Uh, let me go back and look at some of this. Uh, You know, it's just, again, it goes back to what we've been talking about from the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Jesus has, he saved us. If we, if we put our faith and trust in him, believe in him and, and profess it mm-hmm. uh, in prayer to God and through his grace, we will find our salvation. And in doing that, life's not going to be perfect on this earth. And, and there's, Jesus was scorned by, the people in power, the religious leaders of the day. And uh, he said that, uh, you know, as he was persecuted, we will be also. Yeah, we've talked about that. But here, if we're we're together in church, uh, that helps. It's a nice way to start the work, the week. It's a good way to start the work and having our faith uh, reinvigorated, uh, perhaps. Uh, being with other Christians is always helpful, always uh, a way of uh, strengthening our faith because we see other people of faith and, uh, you know, maybe during the week at work or whatever we're doing, we're maybe the only Christian there in the group we're with. And, you know, we see how the world is. You come yeah. home at night and you watch the news, you see how the world is. So under the steeple, that's uh you know, we celebrate Jesus together with other Christians and uh, who will go through struggles that we go through, who will be, you know, not treated well because of, of our faith. Uh, but our faith is, is uh, can be strengthened there. Yeah. You know, we, all, we need it. You know, if we 
we need it because we're human and we cannot, if we try to do this on our own, we're going to fail. Because of the, but, you know, just because of the uh, human success of people doesn't mean that upon death they're going to go where they want to go. And then I went further, I went deeper than I thought I was going to on that poem. <laughs> and maybe, maybe God had, there was a reason I left that last stanza out of it when I was looking through this. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I like that part of it because you talk about the veil again. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed our conversation that day when we were talking about the veil that was torn. Yeah, because yeah, that, that blocked that blocked off the the main worship area of the church. Yeah. Forgive me for not knowing the right word right now. That's okay. And behind that was the Holy of Holies where God's presence was. Right. And the only person who could go in there was the, the chief priest. Uh, he went in there once a year, and when that was torn, suddenly God was God was open to us. God God appeared to you know we could see God. We could we can communicate with Him. We can uh, we see Him. We're we're not separated by that from Him anymore. He is there. He is you know visible to us and. Uh, open to to us and we don't have to we can talk to them directly it doesn't have to come from through someone else right so yeah <laughs> forgive me <laughs> folks dave and i pray before we we start a podcast uh, asking for god to lead us and uh to know what to say and uh mm -hmm. I truly believe that there was a reason that Dave caught that part of the poem that was not in the show notes. And uh, I want to thank you, Lord, for, uh, for your blessing on that. Yeah, it's you. really weird, too, because normally <laughs> I read from the show notes, and today I decided to read from the book. <laughs> and and so it is, because they're all three out of the book. Yeah. So, or out of each book. So I thought, well, let me. And ever since a few, you know, a few times ago, a few podcasts ago, we've, it's not that I'm checking you. But <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you do me one favor. Yeah. And would you get out God's rhyme and go to page 152 and follow along as I read from the phone? I've already got okay. the page open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this next one is. Uh, Found on, it's in God's rhyme. It's on page 152. No, it's living in God's rhyme. I'm sorry, living in God's rhyme. Yes. I just... <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> sorry. <what? laughs> and, as I, and as I said God's rhyme, I knew that that would mean that the third poem is from living in God's rhyme. Yeah. But I knew that <laughs> it wasn't. So. Pray for me, folks, please. Pray for me. Uh, uh, every Sunday, because that seems to be the time we're recording. Yeah. And just pray that Tim can uh, get this thing straight. All right. This one's called Thoughts on the Way to Church. And I do remember this day driving to church. The lost sheep, are we led, led to the way or led astray? Are we fed by the bread of life or captive to strife? There are random thoughts across my mind that make me seek the words to find 
that will feed me and lead me to the right, to the right words to write. No questions, no explanations, period, with a question mark. Just the question, are we, as lost sheep, are we led? As lost sheep, are we fed to the truth by the truth of who God is, what Jesus has done, and the mission of the Holy Spirit? Do we ever question God's love? Do we ever shout an explanation? Or do we just end with a period? God's love for us is never in question. We should shout to the world an exclamation that with God our lives will not end with a period. So, uh, again, as I mentioned before, this was uh, just driving to church one day, these thoughts came to me. And I was in, it was interesting because I think at that time I was into this, I had written a poem with, uh, that's not in the books, with punctuation marks and talking about punctuation marks. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, the period, though, is uh, the period is the end of a sentence, and at the end of the sentence, you know that thought is done. Well, you can continue on with other sentences, I suppose. But our God's our lives will not end with a period. It's not going to be. That's not the end of our lives. It's not that period doesn't end it, because with God, life goes on forever, through eternity in heaven. Kind of like the end of a chapter. Moving on to the next. No, it's not like it's like the book never ends. Well, that's what kind of what I mean. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, period. A period may, you know, okay, that'd be the end of our chapter on earth. On earth, yes, exactly. Okay, thank you for that, Dave. That's that was that was very good. uh, Very good thought. Yeah, that's the end of our life on earth. Yeah. To where the better life begins, if that's the the way to. Yeah. Or the. Well, not just the better, the best. I was going to say, is is would ultimate be too boastful or too prideful to say that it's going to be the ultimate life from there on out. No, it's not going to be prideful. It's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's nothing that we've done that we can take pride in, but it's, it's a, a perfect life. The ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. But we can take pride in the fact that. Yeah. Just take, uh, well, we there. I, I don't know that we should take personal pride, but again, because the, the only thing we've done, God's prepared, God has prepared it. God has made a way for us to enter it. Mm-hmm. We have to, through our faith, accept that. I guess, I, you know, I, yeah, you can, it's not, well, you know, you can't have worldly pride for it because nothing you've done, but. This is true, yeah. Yeah. But pride may be a word we can use. Right. So. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Well, this next one is uh, from God's Rhyme, and it is found on page 122. You know, when I look back at that book and I read it, I like it. I do too. And I don't know as an author, am I supposed to? Yeah, I don't want to brag about (laughs) it, but I I like that book. I like them all, but um, I just like uh, where that one has took me. And uh, it was definitely a book that was honest about my life and honest about my faith and honest about the time that all of us in the family struggled. But we have survived. Yeah. Okay. The Cornerstone. 
the cornerstone, the first block laid upon which the foundation is made, in which the line is straight and true, the beginning holding the clue. The clue of the temple, a view of the house, a pew of his church. The few, the blessed, the meek, the poor, the spirit, the son, the father, all found in the cornerstone. Old and new, we can read testaments of the blocks on which the cornerstone, so perfect in line, lest we lament, lest we reject, lest we build on our own. Jesus, the cornerstone on which we build our lives, a temple, we as one become a church, building on his perfection we strive, through his life we end our search. Building on the cornerstone, we are no longer a stranger. We no longer build alone, not since that birth in the manger. We are members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus as the chief cornerstone. Uh, those three lines are from Ephesians 2, verses 19 and 20. Before the beginning and beyond the end, Jesus, our Savior, is our cornerstone. Building on a life of death that God did send, our house he builds. The house he builds becomes our own. Yes, he was the cornerstone the Psalms tell us the builders rejected. But for those who believe, he is the cornerstone for all that is good. In him, we have our faith, our hope, our joy, our eternal salvation. And I have a reflection in the book on this. It says, this is the church I started attending while in Bible studying and researching cornerstone. I was amazed how many songs had been written about it, and I just wanted to express my gratitude for finding the cornerstone. Now, I want <clears throat> to, and as I was reading through this uh, before we recorded, I wanted to uh, just talk for a minute about one thing in here, mm -hmm. um, just to explain it in case someone's looking at it and wanting to know what I was talking about. Uh, let me find it. You got something to say why I look, Dave? Because I thought I had it. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, we, we, we've talked a lot about the cornerstone. Um, and I never really understood it until we finally started talking about it on this podcast. But it was, it's, it's an important part of our lives in the beginning. And it's yeah, a uh -huh. continuation of our lives. We all yes. need something as a cornerstone, and God is that cornerstone. Yeah, um, I mean, it took his life, it took his death and his resurrection mm -hmm. to become that, the one that God had prepared to be the cornerstone of, uh, of the Christian faith. Right. And, uh, it's, oh, here it is, right here, I'm sorry, as I said that, I read it. Before the beginning and beyond the end, Jesus our Savior is our cornerstone. Building on a life, a death that God did send, the house he builds becomes our own. And we built on that life that that we read of Jesus in the Gospels, and, uh, then his death and uh, in his resurrection, again, as I we just mentioned, uh, makes him the perfect cornerstone. Mm -hmm. you know, we... Yeah, and and as as he becomes our savior, uh, I I believe that we can you know we become 
become unified with him. And uh, that's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. I <laughs> yeah, maybe the Lord is leading me what not to say today, too. Thank you, Lord. Well, that could very well be, too. It could be. It could. Um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of lunch reminding me that uh, I had a burp. <laughs> excuse me. Mm. Sounds odd that I have lunch on a Sunday, but uh, um, oh, we all need to eat. Yeah, but I I normally have something maybe in late in the morning and more of a dinner and, and later on. But anyways, we don't need to know about my eating schedules, folks. Yeah, <laughs> you're making me hungry. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> These things happen. Um, uh, it, that was a nice poem, Tim. I I I, I agree with you. I've always liked. I like all three books, but I've always liked the first one, um, God's Rhyme, the best. Mm. I'm very partial to Dirty Socks, but I'm also... <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Socks, folks, if, if we ever really do get into it, it's it's not like... It's, it's like this, but it's not like this. <laughs> but because it's more of a story. If you... Yeah, it's, a, it's my fictional autobiography. Yes, it is. Actually, I should, that's what I started calling it, but actually it's an enhanced yeah. autobiography. Yeah, it hits, yeah. <laughs> Not really, it's just my life written in strange words. Yeah, it's okay. But it was, it's a fun read, and, and unfortunately, folks, for you, you're going to have to wait a week. Tim reads it for us. Or I start my own <laughs> podcast called He Doesn't Know I'm Reading Dirty Socks. <laughs> well, it might be a way for me to make money. Go ahead, Dave. I will give you permission to read it, and then uh, we'll sign a contract. But yeah, but <laughs> you'll go in debt doing this, but well, yeah, probably. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, <laughs> I actually shared that book with a couple of uh, with a couple of, two of the people in Bible study. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure they had they they thought it was very interesting. Uh, I know they, they like it, but they didn't know what to say. <laughs> how do how do I say that I like this book? <laughs> oh, my yeah. response would be, "Hey, it only had it. It was only on one side of the page, so it's only half as many pages as you usually would be reading for a book that thick." That's right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> every once in a while, I it, it's it's out. It's sitting here on my <laughs> yeah. my little bookshelf that I have here. Um, but I've always liked uh, God's Rhyme. I always have. Because there's, there's a couple in here that just, they kind of touched me. And I don't know oh, if you remember, remember the podcast, Dave's Faves. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of them in here. That was that was a hard one for me, Dave's Faves, because I had to pick, you know, four, four of them. That oh, were. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, and, and I come right in. And, and it's really weird because every time I do, I open this book. It automatically opens up to five on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that right? Every time I open that book up and I hold it open, it automatically goes there. Folks, buy the book. You can buy the book at Amazon. All three of them. Buy them at Amazon. You can buy them at Barnes & Noble. Um, Tim has said before, you could probably go into the bookstore looking for them, but... You're better off. You have a better chance. Oh, you're going to have to ask for them. Yeah. So you have a better chance to get it online. 
And they come quicker. They come the next day, you know, what the heck. But yeah, get them and, and then you'll have a better understanding of what we're talking about. And, you know, you, you, you help an author out. I mean, authors are not, not overly paid. <laughs> well, if you have a best-selling novel. Well, yeah. Or you're a, a famous person and you, you know, you write about your, your well, life. Yeah, if you're a celebrity type and you're yeah, a celebrity, celebrity that's you're going to make yeah. money. But average authors, a friend of mine who I didn't know was writing a book, she just published one a couple months ago. and. I haven't read it yet, and I should because I want to support her. But you got to support the, you know, they have this, this saying out there, support local business, support small business. Well, you should support the local author. Reading, oh. is, reading is not out of, out of style. I would bet, Tim, and I'm, not, I'm going to have to look this up while we're talking. I would bet you can get your book on Kindle. You think? Kindle, uh, I think you can. Let's find out here, folks. I'll just I think you can. Uh -huh. um, okay, buy it in paperback. You can get it on Kindle, folks, for three ninety nine. Oh, available instantly. I I will go and I will have to do that. Tell you what, I may put that on my uh, my Amazon Fire because I got a Kindle on there. That's not bad, huh? Three ninety nine. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, my goodness, that's uh, cheaper than it costs me. The from the books that I buy from the publisher to, to sell myself. I mean, that's yeah. a dollar cheaper. I mean, I, yeah. I'll just tell people to go to the Kindle and uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, Everybody's reading yeah. everything on e-readers now. I, you know, I never, I never, I tried it one a couple times. Yeah, and I just, I couldn't get into it. I just, I like the feel of the book. I do too. And I like to, uh, I don't know, I just, maybe if I continued, I'd have been all right. But Well, I don't turn, I don't turn or dog ear pages, as you, mm -hmm. you can tell, but I do use bookmarks. Oh, I and, do too. And a bookmark and a Kindle, it can be done, but usually it just leaves off where you were instead mm -hmm. of where you want to come back to. Anyways, I took that way out of the corner, didn't I? Oh, I don't know. But anyways, folks, don't forget to buy Tim's books because support your local author and your local Thank podcaster. You. We're out here to help you and make and hopefully give you something to make you feel better. Yeah. We're here to serve you and God. Mainly God, but you're you're like the you're there too. Trying yep. to say that without offending anybody. <laughs> <laughs> without offending anyone. Well, I know. Hey, I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying lately to, to not offend people. Okay. Well, as Dave was mentioning uh, about the veil and uh, how he liked it, I was looking here through the, the book, uh, Living in God's Rhyme, for the poem I wrote about it. And it is found on page 140. And we will start that. It's called The Veil Torn, The Presence of God. And it starts with a uh, reading from Matthew 27, verses 50 and 51. And it starts out first. Uh, okay, this is broken into sections, uh, like chapters. So a time before, and then we get into this reading. 
When Jesus, and when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The veil of the temple in the Old Testament concealed the Holy of Holies, the place where the Ark of the Covenant and God's presence rested. One time each year, the priest entered to offer atonement for the sins of God's people. Our next chapter, then, today. This is from 2 Corinthians 3.16. The veil is taken away, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. 2 Corinthians 3.16 The veil was torn, God's presence was shown to those who believe in his atonement for our sin. It is now through Jesus that we see the face of God, that we can live in his presence, that his face is known. Jesus is the high priest that sits at God's right hand, making intercession for us as our prayers represent. It is through his atonement for our sin that we now stand, knowing that through his Son we are always in God's presence. If we, accept, if we accept God's gift, the grace of his love, the death of his Son, in a way that by us could never be done, we will not see the veil, we will only see his love. We now come to God through Jesus, who lived facing the temptations we live with each and every day. He understands our weaknesses. In final chapter, now and forever. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly into the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy, and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that was from Hebrews 4, verses 14 through 16. And it ends, it is through Jesus that we are able to be in God's presence. I always like that one. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it means a lot. I mean, to me, it just kind of like takes me back to how I see God. In a sense, I mean, and, it, and, and folks, again, that was living in God's Ryan page 140. We'll get that in the show notes, too. Um, yeah, just, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. That, that, that's just an amazing, uh, I'm always amazed. And, and uh, like you, I really like that, uh, yeah. that whole uh, happening, uh, that, that part of that, 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 that reading in the Bible about the veil being torn. Yeah. And how, uh, yeah. Suddenly, uh, we are free to go to God directly. We don't have to need it. You know, we haven't. Well, we have an intercessor in Jesus who's always intercessing for us. But then again, He is our God, right? But now we we can we can come face to face with God. Yeah, you know, you're reading in the Old Testament about uh, all the times that Abraham met with God, but God told him to see that the the people you know, stayed behind and didn't get close. And, you know, if they got to the point where they could see what was going on, that they would, they would die. No, no, we're free to see them anytime. Yeah. And that's, that's the good part. Yeah. Wow.
Well, this has been fun, Tim. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you folks will not know the amount of editing that Dave will have done on this podcast. Uh, Hopefully you never. But it's, uh, it's been good. I it enjoyed has. it. And folks, it's hopefully you don't notice the editing. That's the way I want it to be. <laughs> it's a flow, but it has been fun. And I, I look forward to this every week, and we hope you do too. Don't forget yeah. to tell your friends about us. If you type in Poetry of God's Faith, the website's supposed to be fixed. I was just got off the phone. Out of us, poetry of Christian faith. Of Christian faith. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. God's faith. No, don't do that one. That one won't take I don't know where that takes you, but it doesn't take you to us. Poetry of Christian faith. Yeah, that takes you to us. It'll be there. Um, other than that, folks, don't forget, again, don't forget to tell your friends. If you want to leave us a note, there's that voicemail on there for SpeakPipe. Just click on that little microphone. And if you want to leave us an email, there's a link on the website. Um, other than that, big brother, that's all I've got for the day. Okay, well, then let's uh, let's close this, uh, this um, recording in prayer. Sounds perfect okay. to me. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, as we close this podcast today, uh, Dave and I thank you for leading us through this day, and we pray that you will lead us into tomorrow. And uh, our hope, Lord, truly is that it has been pleasing to you, Lord, and uh, and knowing how things went during this recording, Lord, we truly believe that it was your presence uh, among us that led us through this day, and not our own desires and whims. Father, we pray for our listeners and our viewers for their needs. Uh, we pray, Father, for those who are in need of physical healing, for the healing, Lord. And we pray for those who haven't quite found, haven't found themselves, haven't found Jesus as their Savior, Lord. I know there are those out there who are close to making that that, that commitment and haven't quite done it. And then there are those, Lord, who really don't understand it uh, and what it will take to uh, truly come to salvation and enjoy a life through uh, eternity with you. We pray, Father, that you would lead them to, to Jesus and making that commitment. Uh, and we pray, Father, we pray for our nation, Lord. We pray in this time that we live in that uh, you'd bless this country, Lord. Lead us to uh, to common ground, and that only common ground that I can see, Lord, that and that I know is will save us is Jesus. Lead us to Jesus, Lord. Lead us back. We pray, Father, for the nation of Ukraine. Pray, Lord, that uh, oh, you would bless those people, protect them, Lord, in this uh, as they are living daily in this war that has been brought upon them. Uh, I pray, Father, that the people have uh, have a roof over their head, have food on their table, and in this winter time they have heat. Pray that their needs are met, Lord, and I pray, Father, that uh, their faith and determination. Uh, will be uh, will be a um, something that the world sees and something that will uh, cause uh, those of the rest of us in this world to uh, to look to and gain uh, gain from because of their ability to go through this uh, terrible struggle, Lord, and believe in their continue to believe in their uh, their faith in their nation and their people. And you, Lord. 
Father, I uh, thank you for this day. I thank you for uh, all you've done, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And folks, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And don't forget, Dave, and hopefully I won't forget, <laughs> we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great weekend and a great week. Bye-bye, folks. God bless. Bye.